Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. This is Prophets and Patriots edition. And in case you see my clock uh, share the wrong date back there, it's because Mr. Clay Clark is a super busy man. And because he's so busy, he will be in Las Vegas this week and we are pre-recording. And I'm filling in for Steve because Steve will also be with Clay. So if you guys are in the Las Vegas area, you definitely want to go check that out. I think there's only a couple tickets left, but I'll get into that in a little bit when I bring Clay on. But before we do, we want to thank you guys for partnering with us as uh, we get to offer fresh water, clean water to people all over Uganda. You guys are awesome in giving and donating and every uh, single dollar helps these precious people. So enjoy this video showing how your giving is changing lives. We are celebrating. Why? Because thousands of people cannot access clean water and thousands have given their lives to Jesus because of the clean water ones that have been drilled. You are truly saving lives. You have no idea the peace of mind that you have brought to the mothers in these villages. Now, their young daughters don't have to travel alone for miles and miles to collect water. Instead, they can focus on school and family. Everyone is rejoicing and giving thanks. May God bless you all. Come with me as we go visit one of the mothers that you have impacted. Hello. Hey, I'm here with Pegson's family. Pegson is a mother of eight and she lives with some of her grandchildren. Before the new water wells were drilled in this community, they would walk two hours to the old water source to collect water. It was very hard for them. But now everything has changed because they now have a new water source. Because of you, the water source is just two minutes away from their home. Stories have changed. Thank you for being a blessing. May God bless you. We would like to say thank you. You have impacted so many lives by donating towards the drilling of water wells. But there are still people without access to clean water. Donate today at elijahsdreams.com slash donate. Thank you guys again so much from the bottom of our hearts. It's amazing to see how many wells have been dug um, through your giving and your continued giving. Uh, it's incredible. All the new videos that the team comes up with. Um, it's just amazing. So thank you guys again. If you want to give today, you can go to elijahsdreams.com slash donate or you can mail in a check um, to the address on the screen. God bless you guys. All right, today's show is going to be, I think, hilarious because if you guys know my guest, Clay Clark, he is a pretty funny man. He's not only funny, he is the founder of Thrive15.com. He's the founder of the Reawaken America Tour. He's the host of the Thrive Time Show. He's an author, he's a father, um, and we're super excited to have him on with us today. Let's welcome my guest, Clay Clark. Clay, welcome to the show. You're a professional at this by now. 
Well, I thank you for allowing me to be here with you. And I wanted just to, to clarify, uh, as of right now, we have seven tickets remaining for the Reawaken America tour. And some people watch me on social media and they'll go, "What do you, didn't you say you had 10 yesterday or four yesterday? Well, what happens is, is they do not, they, meaning uh, the, the uh, mainstream media and certain city powers, I don't want to get sued on today's show. They don't want us to have the Reawaken America tour because they don't want right. uh, people to hear the prophetic word from Steve Schultz or Donna Clement or Amanda Grace. And they don't want that group of people to connect with Don Jr. and Eric Trump and Cash Patel and Laura Trump. They want to have a godless Republican Party because they know if the prophets team up with the Christian politicians, that is a force to be reckoned with because where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Right. Amen. So we have so much persecution. So this is what I went through. Every hotel, every venue, every facility withdrew their offer to host the Reawaken America Tour in Las Vegas, Nevada, because we are, quote unquote, a reputational risk. And so my wife and I wow. prayed about it uh, and we decided to build a six hundred thousand uh, dollar outdoor. It's like an in, it's an in, it's an enclosed air conditioned facility. Well, then certain people. And again, I don't want to be sued. Push back and said, you can't do it unless you have eight. 40 ton air conditioning unit. So Kelsey, that's enough to, uh, to cool like a, 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 a whole foods or something. And then, so we, we did that. And then we were told, well, there's too much danger. The reawakened America is too controversial. Now you need to pro provide 24 seven security for the people installing the air conditioners. So I thought, well, we were going to have 3000 people. Um, and since we now have a hundred thousand dollars of extra expenses, let's go ahead and sell 6,000 tickets. And we let people name their price. Well, so then we had 6,000 points. Well, then we just found out today they want 18, 18 40-ton air conditioning units now to be up to specification. So now I decided to sell another few hundred tickets. So that's what keeps happening. And so I keep expanding the building. So I, it, if you were dealing with me, if you were the vendors who are dealing with me, they just keep seeing me in, enlarging and enlarging and enlarging the facility. Uh, but we're going to be now in Las Vegas, Nevada. It looks as of right now, we'll have 6,300 people in the oh same my. building. This will be the second largest event we've done. We were in Tampa. We had 8,500 people. And some people call it a revival. Some people call it a, a political event. I call it the reawakening because we're, we're bringing people back to God. And Steve yeah. Schultz is an absolute big part of it. And if you'll notice, I've tried to introduce a lot of my friends um, to the Elijah Streams program because my job is that of the organizer. And I'm kind of a connective tissue with these people. And I'm so thankful to say, Cash Patel, love being on your show. Laura Trump, love being on your program. Uh, Eric Trump, and, and it's a whole different audience for them. And I hope all your all your listeners know that these are real people that want to save the country. And I just yeah. appreciate everybody tuning in today. Yeah, that's awesome, Clay. And I know Steve is probably so excited to be with everyone. And it's kind of just like everyone is like a family when they're there. I've heard um, a couple other people say when they're there, it's like the speakers who come are just those they'll stay after and talk to people and pray for people. And it's really powerful. Well, you know, Kelsey, this is something, are you coming to Vegas by the way, Kelsey, or are you holding down? No, I I'm filling in for Steve. Okay. Well, the doors, <laughs> Oh, this is a true story. The doors are going to open up at 6 AM. Um, however, we were in Nashville and at four 58 in the morning, I told my video guy, I said, we've got to send the drone up right now. It's four 58 in the morning. So let's send the drone up just to see how long the traffic line is. And the drone mm -hmm. rotates. We had traffic. And, the, and by the way, if you go to YouTube to verify this, if anybody goes to YouTube and you do a search for Nashville Reawaken America Tour, the mainstream media covered this because the traffic was five miles long in each direction. The drone couldn't see the end of the traffic. And that was at 4.58 in the morning. 
doors don't even open until six. And so uh, the doors will open at six. The first speaker will start off at 8 a.m. We're going to have Amanda Grace. She'll open up with the blowing of the shofar and the, the reading of a, she'll do an opening prayer. Then General Flynn will do the Pledge of Allegiance. We'll sing the, we'll sing the national anthem. And then we go nonstop and we go until 10 p.m. on day one. So it's from oh, 6 wow. a.m. doors open. We go till 10 p.m. Then we have, oh, it's unbelievable. Then we have baptisms. We have baptisms on Friday night. And at every Come event, on. nearly a fourth of the people are baptized. And we average over two and a half mm -hmm. million people streaming. And what's crazy is people will tune in to see Roseanne. Or, no one tunes in to see me. You know, they're going to tune in to see Roseanne or Jim Brewer or Eric Trump. And the way that I mm -hmm. organize it, um, this is my, my method, is I've, I'll put somebody like Roseanne right before somebody like Marty Grisham. Now you say, who's Marty Grisham? He has a prayer outreach called Loudmouth Prayer. And so he'll be following someone like Roseanne. So if you're tuning in from your home to watch Roseanne, maybe you haven't been to church ever. The immediate person right after is a person like uh, Marty Grisham. And then after Marty, then you're going to have someone like an Eric Trump. And it goes like this all day. We have 77 confirmed speakers as of right now, maybe a seven. Wow. It just continues to grow. And the Elijah Streams team has been a big part of it. So what we're going to do right now, kind of a fun thing we're doing. If anybody goes to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket and you mention promo code Elijah Streams, if you say, I heard about you through Elijah Streams, you're entered in for a chance to win a backstage pass, which gives you a one in seven to win a backstage pass. And then we're going to Torale, California in uh, December, the month of Christmas, the month of Christ. So we will not be celebrating Santa Claus. I will be celebrating Jesus in December. Um, and then we're going to, uh, uh, it's, it's Trump, Doral, Miami in October. So if you want to get those tickets, that's time to freeamerica.com. And again, over clarifying because the mainstream media will tell you otherwise, you can name your price. So everybody out there, I grew up poor. I know what that's like. You can name your price. We want you to be there. And all the speakers will go out to your point. They'll go out there and shake hands all day. Yeah, that's we were wonderful. in Tulsa, and uh, we're, did you did I know you when we did the first event in Tulsa? Were you aware of the reawakened tour? When we did the first one. No, but I interviewed you one other time, real quick, when you popped on a show, yeah, real quick. I, I interviewed that. you for that a little bit. Before, that wasn't before Tulsa, though. That was after. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. So it's April of 2021. I want people to know how God works. Okay, so um, I told my wife uh, if they do a lockdown, a quarantine, and a curfew in Tulsa, I will sue the mayor of Tulsa. And if the woke church is shut down, I will turn my building into a church. That's how it started. So every Thursday, uh, we would have church. I'm not a pastor, but I would bring in pastors. And it got mm -hmm. to a point where Sean Foyt was there. We'd have a thousand people there in my building at my office on Thursdays. Oh and then Flynn said, what is going on? And I said, I'm trying to spark a worldwide, re worldwide revival. And he says, uh, well, let's, let, let, let's get together and do an event. So I, I, I called him. I said, I feel like God wants us to team up to do an event where we share the truth about election fraud and medical fraud and lead people back to God. And with no hesitation, he immediately says, let's do it, but it has to happen to the church. So we did that first event in Tulsa. We had 50,000 people requested tickets, 5,500 people bought tickets and I didn't have a sales team. So I'm answering the phone, my kid, my daughter, Havana, she's answering the, we have five kids. I've got my kids answering the phone. We're letting people name their price. Most people thought I lost my mind. And uh, every church that promised me that, that we could use their facility, they all bailed. And all the venues bailed. They said it was a reputational risk then. So um, Rama Bible College, to their credit, Pastor Craig Haggett, he calls me and says, Clay, um, I will let you host your reawakened tour at my church. And I'm going, yes, because I had 5,000 people going nowhere. They were just going to come to Tulsa. We, I didn't. You know, so they show up Couldn't to in your office. I, that's, what, I mean, I, that's what I was thinking. Seriously. So they all show up. And uh, the, the energy was next level. 
And I didn't know this. I encourage everyone to look this up. But if you go to YouTube and you look up, if you look up Hagen 1963 prophecy, everybody has to do this tonight. We got to put it on the show notes. Type in 1963 Hagen prophecy. In 1963, Hagen prophesied that there would be a, a, a spark of a worldwide revival that would start in Tulsa after there was a communistic, atheistic, divisive spirit that would descend upon America. I didn't know that. And I also, wow. I didn't know anything about Kim Clement or Kim Clement's prophecies when I started pushing back against the lockdowns and the quarantines and the curfews. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. I knew is that it wasn't constitutional and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And Hebrews 10, 25 tells us to not forsake the gathering. So that's kind of how it all started. Um, and now it's, it's a whole different animal. And all I can say is, that Kim Clement prophecy about a man by the name of Clark and, and, and how Trump would become a trumpet. I had no idea Kim Clement was talking about me. I had no idea who Kim Clement was, <laughs> but it has to be God for me to now to be, be great friends with you know Eric Trump and uh, Don right. Jr. and these people. I mean, because I, I, I'm a very organized person. I'm, I'm very aggressive. I'm, I, I'm good at I have a background of organizing thousands and thousands of events. I used to have America's largest wedding entertainment company. We did 4,000 weddings a year. My company was called DJ Connection. But I didn't wow. know any of these people. And now right. we've gotten to be friends with them. And I feel like my role is to try to connect the prophets, the pastors, mm -hmm. and the politicians all into a unified uh, team. And if you remember the, the, uh, the, Trump, the uh, uh, Kim Clement prophecies, he said that Trump will become a trumpet. He said that mm -hmm. he would become a president for two terms. And mm -hmm. he said that he would be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And so that's what I'm trying to do is to surround President <laughs> Trump with as many godly leaders as possible. And I'm just so glad that the Elijah Streams community now gets to hear directly from these people. Yeah, me too. It's been such a blessing to so many people. And Clay, you're definitely have a position uh, from God in all of this. It's amazing to see him work and weave all the stuff and all the hard work you're doing. I mean, oh my goodness. It's it's greatly appreciated. Many, many people are blessed by Reawaken America Tour. And I know Steve is going to have an awesome time. And everyone who's going, I'm low-key a little godly jealous because I haven't been yet. And I really want to go. I'm in the North Carolina area. Yep. So I'll have to, you'll have to let me know if you're anywhere uh, close to me. And I'll definitely get a ticket to come. Well, I, I, you know, we'll be in Florida, Miami, Florida in October. That's as close as we get to you there, I think. Now, I'm going to play this a clip here. And as I play this clip, this guy here is Clark Schwab, okay? And uh, this guy here is Yuval Noah Harari. And as I get prepared to pull up this clip, I want to encourage everybody, please don't make this clip about me. Uh, really, really open the Bible today and really assume that I have lost my mind. Okay, so as I look at a different screen for a second, I'm not distracted. I'm not playing Pac-Man or something. Let me pull this up here. So we're going to go to um, the book of Revelation, and we're going to look up Revelation chapter 16, okay? And we're going to okay. go there, we're going to open up the Bible, and we're going to read it ourselves, and we're going to assume that I don't know what I'm talking about, okay? So we're going to go to Revelation chapter 16, verse 12. It says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, that the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. So let's think about that. Who are the kings of the east? That is typically most theologians believe that would be Russia and China. Okay. So the Euphrates River is now doing what, folks? It's drying up. Now, wow. that's a thing. Now, what is happening to, as, of, as, of, as of the day we're recording this, what's happening? 
Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all meeting today to announce the expansion of BRICS, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and to introduce their plan to introduce a worldwide gold-backed currency that will be based in Shanghai, China, and it will be controlled by the New Development Bank. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to be victorious. I'm just saying that's what they're doing. The kings of the East are uniting. Now, verse 13, it says, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon. What's the dragon? China. And out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Do you know this guy right here, Yuval Noah Harari, they call him the prophet? Oh, talk this about guy. a false prophet. Yeah, this oh is the guy God. praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. And I'm going to pull up this clip here, and I don't want anyone to, to lose track of this. Again, I'm not saying these things. This is what Yuval is saying. And what's happening is the Bible, 27% of the Bible is prophetic. It is prophetic. Now, that's the 27% of the Bible is prophetic. So what does that mean? It means that um, you we can't deny the prophetic aspects of the Bible. And it means that it, it God in the book of Revelation tells us when you read chapter one, it tells you you'll be blessed if you read this book. So yes. again, and I, the, the timeline, I don't know all that. I'm just going to give you some facts. Listen to what Yuval Noah Harari is saying out loud now. This is mind boggling. If you walk into a room and there is a picture of Kim Jong-un on the wall and the bracelet picks up the, the signs of anger because it has access to your brain, that's very dangerous for you. Even George Orwell's 1984, they couldn't really get into your brain. There was still this fear of private world. And this is about to disappear. In the West, the main concern now is what is known as surveillance. A lot, of, a lot of, of sound clips. One second here, folks. On your brain, Back it up. You have all Listen to this again. Okay, it's not a kind of dictator that spies on your brain, but you have all these corporations and maybe all these government agencies which are monitoring what's happening inside your body. He's openly ad advocating for putting surveillance under your skin. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to happen tomorrow. I'm not. I'm just telling mm -hmm. you. He's openly, so he was interviewed, uh, Kelsey, by the New York Times, which, by the way, I've never been interviewed by the New York Times. And at some point, if they would like to interview me, I'd love to talk to them about this because they're asking him, hey, what does COVID do? How does it change the world? And he said this out loud, and they didn't question him. Listen to this. Maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if, this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored, that we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. He's saying this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. He's, I'm not saying it. This is who's saying it, and they call him the... Who who agreed when he said everyone agreed that uh, they could be surveyed all the time? Who agreed to that? Right, right, and I, you know, and this is today. And I'm not, you know, not being like a negative prophet. I'm not a prophet. I'm not in that category. What I am saying is, right now, you're seeing mask mandates return. Okay. Yeah. Now, again, uh, I believe that God gives us prophecies because He um, is communicating to His people via prophets. Now, I'm not the kind, I know we're kind of amidst prophet gate right now where certain prophets are attacking prophets. I don't quite understand that whole thing. But um, I can tell you that Kim Clement is, was a respected prophet 
and Kim Clement um, said things that God would tell him things and he would say them and they would turn out to be true. And it kind of, it, it honestly is slightly terrifying for me to, to hear his prophecies. But I want you to listen to what Kim Clement said, folks. Let me hit play here. One of the brothers now, Kim Clement is not what I would call a false prophet. That would be this guy. Okay, wait a States second here, folks. Here we go. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Okay, now this, this prophecy, listen to what Kim Clement said. If you've already heard it, really listen in again. Listen to this, folks. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. That was April 4th, 2007. Wow. So, Kelsey, um, you're in North Carolina. Is that where you said North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Do you play the trumpet? No. Do you play the clarinet? Any woodwind instrument? No. Okay. Do you know people that do? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're out there, I'm, just, I'm trying to get everybody thinking about this. If you knew somebody that was playing the trumpet in your house, guess what? You're going to know they're playing the trumpet. So has Trump not been a trumpet? I mean, let's just, let's right. say, I mean, has he not woken people up? Oh, I, I think he has. Okay. So that part of the prophecy, April 4th, 2007 has happened. Okay. Listen to this. No, you didn't hear me. Trump shall become a trumpet. He just said, no, you didn't hear me. He wants to emphasize that. Okay. In the book of Revelation, right. you'll notice repetition. God tells us 365 times throughout his word, not to live in fear, not to let the spirit of fear overtake us. There's a certain reputation. It's a, a, it's the, God teaches through repetition. So he tells us in mm-hmm. Revelation, let, let them who have ears to hear, hear. Now listen to this. This is, this is again, Kim Clement, folks. Listen to this. Are you listening to me? I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet. Now, it's so crazy that that was said, but he did say it. And again, I'm not hopping on your show, and I'm not claiming that I have a prophetic gift. I'm just telling you, these are these are prophecies that have come to pass, and we right. as Christians right now, we don't need to be discouraged. We need to press in to our, our belief in, in, in God. And I know that seems weird for a guy like me to hop on your show and to share facts, and some people say... Clay, you're you're so negative. You come on the show and all you do is share facts. And I'm just trying to share facts, but I'm also saying it is a fact that Kim Clement prophesied these things and they're happening. Let me hit play. I want to hit play here, folks. This is going to blow your mind. More Kim Clement. Trump shall become a Trump. I'm going to skip ahead here. Here we go. Feeling the flow. Working. Okay, so now February 10th, 2007. February 10th, 2007. Now, what? what? This is nine. Now, folks, please understand this. I have actually watched these videos I'm playing for you while sitting next to Trump. Now, let me explain this idea. I had a meeting with President Trump. General Flynn was there, and I'm not sharing any secret information. And uh, President Trump, my, my right knee is right here. And I was sitting, I was showing the clips, and then President Trump wanted to see him. So I actually was sitting on the same side of the desk as him playing oh, wow. these videos while General Flynn was watching and my wife was there. It was the craziest thing ever. And my wife was praying for President Trump. It was a surreal experience. And this is what I played for him. Listen to this. To become a trumpet, it will be a praying president, not a religious one. But I will fool the people, says the Lord. Did that not happen? I mean, right. didn't come in as a religious president. Listen to this. I will fool the people. Yes, I will. God says, the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say he has hot blood. Did they not say he has hot blood? I mean, did the media not say that he's likely to hit the button? That was a nice way to put it. I mean, the media constantly said he was a hothead. And I can tell you right. about President Trump is much uh, funnier than I thought he would be. 
Uh, he's much kinder than I thought he would be. I've met so many celebrities throughout my life, and I usually am let down when I meet them. He is just the best. He he is a, a wonderful person. He's a driver. He gets things done, but he really is a, a kind person. Listen to this, folks. For the Spirit of God says, yes, he may have hot blood, but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way, and the economy of this country shall change rapidly, says the Lord of hosts. Did that not happen? I mean, we had— Oh, yeah, big time. This was February 10th of 2007. Folks, we're, I mean, how spot on was that? And when I was watching this with Trump, he says to me, how does that man know my name? And my wife interjects and she says, um, God was speaking through him about you. It was the craziest wow. thing ever watching these with President Trump. Here we go. Listen to the word of the Lord. God says, I will put at your helm for two terms. Listen to that. He'll put your helm for two terms. Now, we didn't get the second term, folks. Here we go. A president that will pray, but he will not be a praying president when he starts. I will put him in office, and then I will baptize him with the Holy Spirit and my power, says the Lord of hosts. That, come actually, on. I mean, so I, I'm just praying right now that President Trump will be uh, uh, filled with the Holy Spirit in a way that would uh, uh, overwhelm Hank Kuhneman. You know, in the way that would overwhelm uh, Robin Bullock, in the way that it would just exude yeah. that this is a, a man who's filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm, and I'm not dogging or knocking President Trump. I'm just saying I want that to happen in a profound spiritual way. Now, listen to this, folks. There's a man by the name of Mr. Clark, and there is also another man by the name of Donald. That was April 20th, 2013. And we're sitting there looking at each other as we're watching this. And I'm going, you know, and he's like, you know, is he talking about us? I mean, this is real stuff. You are both watching me saying, could it be that God's speaking to me? Yes, he is. Somebody, just a few minutes before you came on the show, you went out and you took the American flag and you said, I'm proud of my nation. Now, this blows my mind because I had a, a knock at my door. The day I first saw this clip, mm -hmm. um, I, had the, the, I had this prophecy text to me. And I, I had no idea who Kim Clement was. And previously, I would have rejected all prophetic things. I would, I would definitely not have watched any prophetic shows. And I get this sent to me and uh, by a man by the name of, name of Charles Kolaw. His, uh, his, the company he owns is called KolawFitness.com. It's a Christian fitness company. And he calls me and says, hey, um, you need to watch this. I think this, I think this man's talking about you. And I'm like, whatever. Because I'm, I'm working 90 miles an hour trying to save the country, trying to sue the city mm -hmm. of Tulsa to keep it open. And I watch it, and it has no effect on me. And I'm, Kelsey, I'm thinking there's no way it's about me. <laughs> It's random, whatever. <laughs> I put the phone down, and as God is my witness, this is a real thing. I get a call from CJ Wheeler. She's my booker, and she says, Clay, on this specific day, um, you've been invited by One America to come to Washington, D.C. to talk about your book that got banned from Amazon, a book that, you know, you can still buy Hitler's book, Mein Kampf, but my book is, was banned called Fear Unmasked. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, I believe it. You go to D.C. I know you don't travel, but will you go to D.C.? Because previous to the reawakening tour, I never travel. And uh, she, she says, uh, I said, yeah, I'll go. So I call my wife. I said, Vanessa, we have, we have five kids. I said, hon, we got to go to D.C. She says, D.C.? We're traveling? And I go, yeah, I'm going to go. So I make the details, and then I put the phone down. And then Richard Manning calls me. He's a Fox News contributor. He calls me. Clay, on this specific day in July, a specific day, um, you need to be in D.C. to attend a President Trump deregulation event. And I said, what day did you just say? And it's the same day that she just invited me to go to D.C. for the interview. And I'm going, what? Wow. 
So at this point, I'm still going, that's ah, maybe two for two, two things in a row that are convenient, <laughs> but probably not. Coincidence. Right. So then the phone rings again, and it's a call. CJ calls. She says, are your ears burning? I said, kind of why? She says, crazy thing. You've been asked by Newsmax now to do an interview on the same day in D.C. from the Trump International. So I had three invites to oh D.C. within an hour. So still I'm going, eh, it's probably just a triple coincidence. Probably just a triple. No big deal. Triple. So anyway, then I get a knock at my door and one of my longtime clients, his name is Nace Roberts. He owns a company called Master Machine. He knocks on the door and he says, uh, can I, can you, can you let me in? And just to give you a picture, my office kind of feels like a shared office space from like Austin, Texas or something. It feels like a kind of a dive bar and I do appointment only. And I have a lot of employees that work here. It's just kind of a fun open space. Kind of feels like you're on the floor of a stock exchange or something. Everyone's always moving, doing something. And I opened the door. I said, yeah, well, what, what is it? He's got tears in his eyes. He got a big beard and he never cries. You know, he, when he's a man's man, I mean, this is the kind of guy you want to skin a deer. You know, he's not the kind of guy you want to talk to about any emotional issues. And he has tears in his eyes of tears of like resolve. Wow. He says, Clay, Right before you went on your show today, I took my son out and we put up the American flag and I said, I'm proud of this nation and I'm supposed to tell you. And I'm going, what did you say? So I meet, I grab my phone and I go back and I hit play. Somebody just a few minutes before you came on the show, you went out and you took the American flag and you said, I'm proud of my nation. You raised it up. And God said, you have been determined through your prayers to influence this nation. You're watching me. You're an influential person. The Spirit of God says, hear the word of the prophet to you as a king. I will open that door that you prayed about. And when it comes time for the election, you will be elected. Now, this is so now at this point, wow. I'm going, what? So I, I, I'm going. I mean, God bumps the whole thing. So I call my buddy Aaron yeah. Andrews, who went to Rama Bible College, and I said, I, I typically talk in headlines. Um, I just think that way. That's how I run my companies. I'm more like a – so I, I call Aaron. I said, Aaron, prophecy 101, what do you got? And he goes, dude, I can't explain to you how prophecy works in like five minutes. I'm like, just <laughs> give me a three-minute rundown. What is it? How does it work? And he goes, let's meet at your house. So he comes to my house that night and he's explaining how mm -hmm. prophecy works. And, you know, and I'm going, what now, what people don't know. And I kept it on my whiteboard. So if anybody does a Google search right now for Clay Clark whiteboard, you can see uh, this, but I was praying that God would open up a, a door for me, that he would open up a door so that I could get into the, to the world of president Donald J. Trump so that I could share with him, uh, the, the models that said that 2.2 million people would die are false. The, the polymerase chain reaction, the COVID tests could be falsely calibrated to inflate cases. That COVID was treatable with budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. That remdesivir, by the way, is a drug patented by George Soros in China that causes renal failure. That midazolam, which is a breath suppressant, that'll kill you. So if you, if you, not that anybody out there wants to die, but I mean, if you did want to die, you'd take remdesivir and midazolam and that'll get you. Uh, but that's the COVID protocol. So I was just hoping that I could get right. in front of him. And I could connect him with wise counsel. So at the top of my whiteboard, I, up my whiteboard with President Trump's head in the middle of it, I wrote the following verse, Revelation chapter three, verse eight. And it says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and that no man can shut. Thou hast a little strength, hast kept my word and has not denied my name. And I've just been praying that God would open a door. And from that moment that I got that text message and I watched that Kim Clement prophecy from uh, April 20th of 2013, I've now become friends with Don A. Clement, 
Jane Clement, um, Lance Wallnow, General Flynn, Cash Patel, uh, mm-hmm. Laura Trump, Don Jr. Uh, you know, it's it's crazy. It's wild. It's wild. And all I can say is that um, to God be the glory. And so people say, yeah, well, man. wait, these events, what's your motive? I always get asked, that. What, what's his motive? <laughs> Even people on this video will probably leave a comment. Somebody will. And they'll go, what, what's his motive? Well, I'm just being real. I don't know if if, if if anybody out there, if you're listening, I just imagine that, that you felt the need to have an event where you get prophetic voices, pastors, politicians, leading athletes like Jonathan Isaac from the NBA, the one who wouldn't kneel for the flag. Mm-hmm. You, you felt a calling to get them all together, 77 speakers to speak at one event. How would you do it? Like, what would be the first step that you would take? And because I've organized thousands and thousands of events, audio, visual, porta potties, details, that's not overwhelming for me at all. I mean, it, it, yeah. is, it is overwhelming for me to downhill ski uh, or to uh, watch uh, The Notebook uh, or to uh, travel to visit extended family. That's, that's stressful for me. But organizing an event is not stressful. And then the finances of it, you know, my wife and other people, my wife never lost faith in what I'm doing, but people around us would say, you're losing so much money. Are you, are you going to, are you going to break even? And I know I knew, and I know, and I still know that this event will not make money. So even though I've been sued now and I have ongoing because of my friendships with these people, I've spent over $1.3 million in legal fees so far. (gasps) Oh my gosh, Clay. Yeah. So in every event we lose well over a hundred thousand dollars. It's a fact. So if you go to time to free America.com, um, you can see all this. You can see about the lawsuit. But one of the me- uh, a, 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 a member of the mainstream media called me because he's thinking he's going to catch me in a lie. And he says, Mr. Clark, um, do you mind if we, they're always snarky this way? They always go, Mr. Clark, do you mind um, having a full disclosure discussion of the finances of the reawakened tour? And I go, uh, no, why don't you why don't, I said, why don't you come to Virginia Beach and ride with me in the van to the event? And he says, ride with you in your van. Don't you fly? I said, no, I drive. Why? I said, Got five kids, a lot of equipment. I'll be driving. Okay. So he's in the van with me. It's getting kind of awkward because we're driving and going, what are you doing now? I'm like, we're going to keep driving. I mean, some of these events are 18 hours away. We're going to keep driving. He goes, oh, my well, goodness. Well, well, Mr. Clark, where will, you, where will you be staying? I go, uh, at a Holiday Inn. He goes, Holiday Inn? Hey, well, it's affordable. They have uh, hard-boiled eggs that I think are not genetically modified, and they have oatmeal. And so <laughs> to do that. And he's like, are you kidding? So we go, and he says, well, what, what are you going to do tonight? So I'm going to go to the church. We're going to do an audio visual check. We'll do that tomorrow. I'll get there at 5 a.m. And we'll do that nonstop till about 5 p.m. He says, well, then what are you going to do? So we'll go out to dinner with my wife and a couple of our kids. And uh, you can come with us. And he's like, you would invite me, mainstream media, to dinner? I said, yeah, let's go. So he, and then he says, so now we're at dinner. And he says, do you mind if I ask attendees what they paid for a ticket? And I said, no, no problem. So he's running around at the event. True story. He's running around at the event with his clipboard. And he's going, Excuse me, sir. What did you pay for a ticket? What did you pay for a ticket? We let people name their price. What'd you pay? What'd you pay? And he comes back to me, Mr. Clark. I've surveyed hundreds of people, and it seems like you're, everyone's paying like fifty bucks, seventy bucks. I go, that's fair. And he goes, and there's only like you know five thousand people here, so so you you only have like a net income maybe of like three hundred thousand on this one. I said, well, you don't. There's there's a few wonderful people that will call and make donations and buy tickets, but he says, uh, so how, how are you making money? I mean. You know, are you gonna like sell this as a brand or what? Eat a book deal? <laughs> no, actually, uh, the literary agency that was working with me um, won't publish my books because they're too controversial. Um, the people that wanted to do a documentary said it's too controversial, and he said, "Oh so you actually lose money." I said, "Yeah, it's like Luke nine five. He says Luke nine five. Mm. 
I said, well, Luke, God told his closest people. Remember, there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, these, these people around Jesus. He tells me, he says, Jesus tells these guys, listen, I need you to go house to house, laying hands on the sick, you know, casting out devils, casting out demons, and you're supposed to go share the gospel. And when they reject you, reject you, shake the dust off your sandals. I'm paraphrasing, but this is Luke chapter nine. And he says, what's your motive? I said, this is my new nine to five job. I'm a struggling evangelist, Luke nine to five. This is what I do. And so I, I, I think that he was so overwhelmed by it that the article the Rolling Stone wrote at me about me, um, they said that I have bitten off more than I can chew because I'm mm-hmm. And the article seemed as though it was written about a person who's lost his mind and no longer cares about the things of the earth because they're focused on God. And so <laughs> um, I, I kind of think that's true because I've tried yep. to really forget about the things of this earth that hold us down and yes. the fears and the threats. And I say all this to say, there's somebody watching this right now, and I don't know who you are, but somebody watching this right now, and you've been praying that God would open a door for you to use your time and treasure and talents to save our nation. And you don't really know um, what to do. You don't know how to do it. And I would just encourage you, take action. And so if you come join us at the Reawaken America tour, there's a wonderful lady. I won't mention her first name or last name because I promised I wouldn't. She came to the tour. She learned what she learned, and she decided, you know what? I'm going to get the teachers that are pushing the mask mandates, the forced vaccinations, and the woke ideology. I'm going to get them fired. And you might think that's aggressive, but, I mean, people, if you, if you haven't read the Bible, think about what was commanded. Saul, what was he supposed to do to the, to, do to the Amalekites? Okay? I'm just There are certain times in the Bible where God wants his people to take action. So she came the other day. She shows, she shows up at my office, and she says, I got him fired. So this was a Christian school that was being dominated by woke teachers and everyone was afraid wow. of them. And she didn't threaten them. She just said, you will not do a mask mandate. You will not do. And if you do it, I'm going to create, create pressure to get you removed. And that's what she did. Wow. And she's never been happier. This is a very quiet person who doesn't normally speak out. And mm-hmm. these kinds of stories are happening, Kelsey. I, I've seen people like Thomas Renz, the attorney. All of a sudden, his voice is being heard worldwide. I'm seeing people like General Flynn making a national impact. I'm yeah. seeing people. Robin Bullock actually came backstage to one of the events and prayed with a lot of the speakers. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing it come together, Kelsey. And I just want to give people an encouraging word today. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, Clay, is what I love about you is you have such a passion for building businesses and helping others, equipping others. And I love how God, what God's done to your heart, because it's a true testimony of Jesus, because all the things of the world, you're like, that stuff doesn't matter. I have this mission on my life from God, and my joy and happiness comes from fulfilling what he gave me to do. My joy and happiness isn't from the fulfillment of what the world would tell you should be my happiness and my joy. And I think when you're following the call of God in your life, you're going to see a lot of things you don't understand fall away. So you'll, well, why, why did that happen? Or why it's difficult things you walk through when you follow God really closely. And especially if you're following his will for your life, it's not always going to be a steady, easy road. And you're encouraging a lot of people to step out and, Hey, go and do what God's told you to do. You know, don't just, like you said, take, take a step every single day, do the next right thing today towards what God's told you to do. So it's really encouraging. And 
you also seem like you've been studying the Bible a little bit more since um, all of this stuff has happened, right? This has brought you well, a lot closer to God. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I did. A, uh, I was fasting from reading the Bible for 38 consecutive years. Um, so, wow, I that's a long time. You have a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> no, what happened is I, I, I grew up where, um, in a, and I'm not attacking church. I'm just telling you the reality, okay? My wonderful parents, my mom and my dad. My dad may rest in peace. He died of Lou Gehrig's disease. My mom's a great woman. Mm-hmm. They had me in church. And I went to a, a church when I was 18 years old. And, the, and I won't mention the name because I'm not trying to get sued on today's show. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com give and become a partner today. But the pastor, his life is now made into a movie where he famously has rejected God and has become this universalist guy. Okay. So the church I went to was massive. And I, I, I went to that pastor and I said, sir, I'm 18, 19 years old. I said, sir, could you teach me how to speak like you? And the pastor says, oh, yeah, I'd love to. And he's teaching me all these things. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. meeting with him every week. And he's a mentor of mine, teaching me speaking. It made sense because I was an entertainer. And uh, um, then one day he tells me, he says, during lunch, he'll say, he said, Clay, I don't actually believe in Jesus. And I go, you have the biggest he church. He was the pastor? Yeah, biggest church in Tulsa. Biggest church. And I said, you what? His life's made into a movie now. So someone can Google it. You can find out who it is. And I go, come on. And he's like, no, I don't. I just, it's something I do. I, I don't really believe in Jesus. I just, it's something I do. I just want you to know, because I'm going to be announcing that from the pulpit soon. And I'm like, what? So that really like wrecked my head, you know? Um, yes. And then I went to a different church and the pastor, he, he, he could sing. He was funny. His son played the guitar. And I kept putting my hope, I, I kept putting my hope in pastors and not in mm-hmm. Jesus. I kept putting my belief in pastors, not in Jesus. Well, it came out, you know, he's having an affair with his babysitter and his son, who's the musician, is an atheist. And I'm like, what? So I went to a third church. And this is the church where the pastor married my wife and I. And he was sincere. And he really reignited my hope that Jesus was real. But then he left to a different church. And I'm like, oh, man. So I just decided, you know, I'm not going to do the whole church thing. I'm just not going to go. Well, what Mm -hmm. happened is my son and my wife wrote a book about it called Now I See on Amazon, which will blow your mind. If you read this book, Now I See, written by Vanessa Clark, it'll blow your mind because you will really not like me when you read the book because it's a true story. So my wife, we find out that our son is born blind. We found out he was born blind. Mm -hmm. I didn't know my son, you know. And so we can meet all these doctors and these specialists, and they're all saying, your son's blind. We go to the Dean McGee Eye Institute. They said, your son is blind. We go to the experts. They say, your son is blind. So I uh, banned my wife from praying in the house because she was praying every day, Kelsey. She kept saying, Jesus is going to heal him. And I'm like, stop it. Just accept it. Move on. And so she kept praying and praying. And I went to Sam's Club, and there was a book called God in My Corner written by George Foreman. And it's now been made into a movie. And, it, and I and I, so I I told my wife, I said, I think I need to buy it. She says, well, then buy it. And I go, but I don't want to buy it because it's a Christian book. And she says, but you need to buy it then. But I said, but I will. She says, well, then do it. I said, I'm not going to. I don't read Christian. And I'm like arguing with myself. It's weird. I'm a very decisive person, but I couldn't decide. So I pick up the book. We're driving to Destin, Florida on a family trip with our son who is blind, Aubrey Napoleon Hill's his name, Aubrey Napoleon Hill. He just got his driver's license this week, by the way, He's 16 years old. Oh and, my God. So I'm reading this book with my son. Uh, called and I'm, I'm my wife's reading the book out loud to me while we're driving. Aubrey's in the back, blind as can be. And we get to the beach, and I'm reading straight from the gut a management book by Jack Welch on how to manage effective, how to effectively manage employees. This is my book, you know. And my I'm highlighting, and my son grabs the highlighter out of my hand, looks into my eyes, and we make eye contact for the first time. And oh I'm my like, goodness. 
dude, you're sick. And my son's like, ah, ah, ah. so uh, I call George Foreman's church. Boop, 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 boop. George Foreman's a pastor, by the way. And one of his sons, they're all named George, picks up the phone. And George says, you want to see my dad? I said, yeah, I want to see your dad. I, I read his book. And uh, he said, how did the book impact you? I said, well, your dad in the book said that he didn't believe in God. And you had a nephew or a cousin that was in a coma. And your dad said that he prayed to God, not, not having read the Bible, but prayed to God that if he would heal uh, this family member of yours, that he would serve God and retire from boxing and become a pastor. And the story your dad mm-hmm. told was that he gets a call that this, his family member is now out of the coma. And so George didn't want to stop boxing. So he thought, I'm just going to go out there and box. No one really heard the prayer but me. He goes out there and he said, God zapped him of his strength like Samson. And he couldn't fight. He had no strength and he lost. Wow. And so uh, it cha- I mean, I, I, if it can happen for your dad, because I knew your dad before, b- before Christ was a really mean person. George Foreman was notorious, by the way, during fights for intentionally not knocking someone out quickly so that he could mm-hmm. hurt them more. That was his strategy is keep them on their feet longer. He used to go into bars and start fights just for fun. He was that kind of a guy. And so he says, well, come on to Houston. Come meet my dad. So I travel to Houston with my wife, and there I am showing my son to George Foreman. And George is oh my holding goodness. my son. And I end up having Thanksgiving with Roscoe, his trainer. And that was the wow. first God moment for me where I thought, you know, God is actually real. And he's yes. active in our lives. But I still wasn't um i didn't i think i think i went to i went to oral roberts university and, and i'm not attacking oral, oral roberts university i'm just saying i think that i somewhere along the line can made god confusing i thought you like had to have a pastor teach it to you mm-hmm. and so i would never read like, like now if you read Reve- uh daniel chapter two mm-hmm. the whole book of daniel by the way god gives daniel a prophetic vision about what's called the fourth kingdom and guess what this guy calls his movement? The fourth industrial revolution. In the book of Daniel, by the way, folks, I'm going to cite that Bible verse for you. It's called the fourth kingdom. It's in the book of Daniel. Okay, fourth kingdom. And it's the book of Daniel. Let me pull it up real quick here for you. This is um, Daniel chapter 7, verse 23. It says, thus he said, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdom, kingdoms, and it shall devour the whole earth, and it shall tread it down and break it into pieces. Now, in the fourth kingdom, they have this vision to mix the miry clay with the iron. And someone says, what's that? That's Daniel chapter 2, verse 43. It says, and thou, where, and, and whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with uh, clay. Now, this mm-hmm. guy right here, he says the fourth industrial revolution doesn't change what you're doing for a living. It changes you through genetic editing. Listen to this, folks. This is what Klaus Schwab is saying out loud. Here we go. When you see the difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example, it's you who exactly. are changed. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this has a big impact yeah. on your identity. And he calls it the fourth kingdom. And the Daniel prophesied the fourth, Daniel prophesied the fourth kingdom. Klaus Schwab calls it the fourth industrial revolution. Daniel t- describes them trying to mix the miry clay with the iron. Klaus Schwab is talking about transhumanism. And guess yep. what? On the World Economic Forum website, they have a period of time called the Anthropocene. This will blow your mind. Anthropocene. That stands for human controlled gene. 
Anthropocene. And by the way, Elon Musk's uh, lady friend who's, you know, who openly says that she likes making friends with demons, and I quote, Grimes, she wrote an album called Miss Anthropocene, which prophesied COVID-19 before COVID-19. Let me continue. Elon Musk and Grimes went to the Met Gala in 2018. Look this up, folks. And Elon Musk wears a jacket. And on the back of his jacket, it reads New World Order. Did you know that the very day that President Trump was sworn into office, Klaus Schwab, Xi Jinping, and uh, Henry Kissinger held an event at the World Economic Forum where they talked about entering us into the New World Order order this is a real thing so back to 2018 the met gala elon musk is there wearing his jacket that says new world order and grimes is wearing a black crown you know like the crown of death and it's made out of a patented color called vanta black v-a-n-t-a vanta black and do you know that vanta black is patented by a company called surrey systems and do you know what surrey systems does they make carbon nanotubes which do what they deliver the transhumanism technology that changes you through gene editing this is what so now oh that I read the Bible, when I'm around these people, these household names that are, they always say, how do you know this? And I go, well, you see in the book of Daniel, and I break it down in the Bible, mm-hmm. show them in the natural, or people say, well, how do you know about that? Look, look this up, folks. If you, if you do a Google search for MIT quantum dot, MIT created the quantum dot, which is a technology that stores your medical and financial records under your skin. And the name of the new technology that powers the CBDCs is called Quant.network. That's the website, Quant.network. That sounds a lot like Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18 to me. And again, people, mm-hmm. how do you know this? I go, well, the MIT lab that made CBDCs and quantum dots was funded by Jeffrey Epstein and Gates. And Jeffrey Epstein, the world's most prolific oh. pedophile, has a temple on his island to pray to Satan. He's not praying to Jesus. Yeah. And Bill Gates has a spiritual advisor by the name of Marina Abramovich, who he featured during the Easter Microsoft commercial. And she also prays to Satan. So if somebody is demonically inspired, it would make sense that they would make technology that could be the mark of the beast. Now, the question that somebody might have right now is they say, Clay, are you saying it's the end of the world? What I'm saying is God came down from infinity to time and he made a timeline. It's called his story. His story, history, okay? And so he has the beginning and the end. He's the author and the finisher. He's the alpha and the omega. So he has a plan, and it's not negative. Just 27% of the Bible is prophetic. 73% of the Bible is historical. And we happen to be living through, I believe, to a certain extent, Mark chapter Mm -hmm. 13, Matthew chapter 24, Luke Mm -hmm. chapter 21. What? Luke chapter 21, Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Daniel chapter 2, Revelation chapter 6. Now, this is what's awesome. Kim Clement prophesied that Trump would become a trumpet. He'd be filled with the Holy Spirit for two terms. Mm-hmm. And a lot of crazy stuff has happened, but has Trump been a president for two terms yet? No. So that's, that's <laughs> the thing. So I, we, you know, either we have to say that Kim Clement was an incredible guesser who mm-hmm. was not inspired by God, who was out of his mind, who just would guess. Or we have to say that God was speaking to Kim and he was giving him a prophetic word so that your wonderful listeners could have hope in the future. And so I I choose to stand on the side of hope, even though it makes no sense to me, even though every single day I wake up and I go, wow, I got another $3,000 legal bill. I'm not exaggerating. I pay $3,000 a day. Three thousand a day in legal day. every single day. And if you go to time to freeamerica.com, thankfully we've had one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars that have been donated towards the one point three million dollar legal fees right now. And but I just incur- I've been in this lawsuit for two years. And the wow, suing me for defamation. This is what's crazy. The person suing me for defamation 
he did a sworn deposition under oath. And on camera, the person, I'm not trying to get you sued or me sued, so I'm just saying the person who's suing me says on camera, yes, he was a skinhead. Yes, he did cocaine and heroin. Yes, he had multiple DUIs, which led to his divorce and bankruptcy. Yes, he did post, post pro-Antifa statements, but it was satire. Uh, yes, he posted a song called Slaughter the Pigs, advocating for killing all cops, but it was satire. And yes, he posted uh, attacking all Trump supporters and people of faith, but it was in satire. And But now I am still being sued for defamation, and the word defamation would imply that you're – the word defamation means that you're harming someone's good reputation, which would imply mm -hmm. that someone has a good reputation. And the person suing me has admitted that that which I have said is true. And so I'm still being sued because we're, we're seeing the satanic order try to make what is good, bad, and bad good. And they're saying that the person who does heroin and, and cocaine has a disease – and therefore, me pointing out that this is the person who should not be in charge of our elections, therefore, it is defaming them. I mean, this is the world we're living in right now, Kelsey. Right, right. Why your yeah. show is so important. If you folks, if you don't listen to Elijah streams, you need to go get a police grade taser and taser yourself every time you watch <laughs> Fox news. So if you're at home and you're tempted to watch Fox News, just go. Ah, and then go watch Elijah streams. And every time you think about going to woke Starbucks and buying an eight dollar frap or whatever, you need to tase yourself and donate to Elijah streams, where you guys are helping people build wells in third world countries. And someone says, "I don't have money to help donate to the wells." Well, then tase yourself all day, and so you won't eat anything that day. Go on a fast for Jesus, because I'm telling you, we're going to have to pick a side right now. We need to pick Team Jesus. Right. Or Team Satan, and if it wasn't for your broadcast, many people would not know about the prophecies of Robin Bullock. Many people would not right. know about these things. So what you're doing, in my opinion, is a is a powerful, powerful work right now. And all your listeners who are listening today, you're doing a mighty thing by sharing these programs with your friends and family. Yes, and Clay, I think you're um, re-emphasizing over and over again. The message is get into the word of God and get into the book of Revelation, get into Matthew 24, get into Luke 21, go and read what the Bible says for yourself yeah. and see that it is, it is happening right before our very eyes. And one day it will happen because it's not happened yet. And it's God's prophetic word. It will one day happen. And to be aware and to know what the Bible says is so important. It's important to know what everyone's planning world economic forum all of them are planning as well but it's also important to know what the bible prophesies the end times will come and what to look for and what it will be like and it gives you hope and strength to get into the word of god and read it for yourself um with you and your you know i'm just going back to you and your personal life and your listeners and their personal life you know all of us we we get off a program like this or we stop listening and some of us have you know fears and doubts and worries and stuff you know we're like oh my gosh am i gonna screw up the show today am i gonna misquote something am i gonna you know we all have these thoughts i'm going to vegas now and, and people are going to time to free america.com and i always think what if i'm terrible you know i always have those thoughts uh today i had a speaker that texted me that they didn't want one of the prophets to speak because they thought they were a false prophet and you know we all have that kind of adversity that happens but if you don't put your hope in men like I used to do with pastors, but you put your hope in, in the gospel and you read the Bible yes. every day. And that becomes your foundation and your rock and, and your, your beginning point. And you reset every day, not the great reset, but God's reset every day. Yeah. If you, if you go back and you start by reading the gospel, um, you're, you're going to find yourself encouraged. And so I want to give people some three right. final calls to action. 
One, uh, we did a documentary featuring Pastor Archer Pulaski, uh, Mike Lindell, and General Flynn, and you can download it for free tonight at timetofreeamerica.com. It's been watched by hundreds of thousands, and people tell me, they go, I had no idea that Mike Lindell and General Flynn and Pastor Archer Pulaski were so passionate about spreading the, the, the Christ. I mean, so if you, you watch it for free tonight at timetofreeamerica.com. Second, come join us at Reawaken America Tour. You have no idea how much encouragement you give to Laura Trump, to Eric Trump, to Cash Patel, to General Flynn. They might encourage you, but you encourage them. And that's why they go into the audience and shake hands and say hello to people. It's amazing. We were in Tulsa. I couldn't find General Flynn. And I thought, oh, no, we've lost America's general. Where is he? I look out in the audience. True story. He's in the upper deck sitting with a guy who's a World War II survivor, just yucking it up, shaking hands with people. It's unbelievable. And the third call to action is, again, if you are, are going, I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know. When you come to the event, bring a notepad with you and meet as many people as you can at the Tulare Reawaken America Tour, Tulare, California. That is a place. It's outside of Fresno by 30 minutes. There is, um, it'll be in December. In October, we're going to be in Miami, Florida at the Trump Doral or in Las Vegas. But meet other people because Hebrews 10.25 says, it tells us not to forsake the gathering even as we draw closer to the end. And so I'll leave you with this verse here because it's so important, folks. It says here, uh, this is Hebrews 10.25. I did not write this. It's in the Bible, so it, you'll like it. Here we go. It says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much more as ye see the day approaching. So what does exhort mean? To mentor, to encourage, to pray for, to uh, motivate, to inspire, to yes. everybody needs their people around them to encourage them in their walk. And I encourage you, if you're discouraged today, find someone to encourage, read Hebrews 10, 25. And as they roll out the next round of mask mandates and lockdowns, do not comply. Do not comply. It is okay to follow God's laws and not the laws of man. We have, we must, we must follow God's laws. Do not comply. Yes. Amen. Clay, we love having you on with us today. Thank you for coming on, giving us your time. You're a busy man. I know that uh, Las Vegas is going to be awesome and Steve's going to have a great time. I can't wait to hear about it when he comes back. Um, let's throw up Clay's website one more time. Um, across the screen so that way people can go to timetofreeamerica.com. And Clay, one more time, share about um, Reawaken America and where people can get tickets and stuff like that. Well, again, the, the heart of this, every event we do sells out, but with the heart of it is to make sure that you leave this event uh, connected and infected with something more infectious than than the coronavirus. We want you to be infected with courage. I believe courage is more contagious than COVID-19. And so if you go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can name your price. So don't let that keep you, don't let the cost keep you from attending the events. I grew up poor. I get what that's like. Um, but go to timetofreeamerica.com. You can name your price and every event does sell out, but go there today, request a ticket. If you're watching today, we have seven tickets left for Las Vegas. And what happens is that some people will, will they'll, they'll discover that we're doing a tour closer to where they live and they might transfer their ticket. So I would recommend don't be discouraged. Go to timetofreeamerica.com and see if we have an extra ticket or two left there because I promise this event will be life-changing for you. And again, you get those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. And uh, Steve Schultz, it's, it's an honor to have him on the tour. And every time he speaks, he, he, for, frankly, he and, he and Donna Clement and Amanda Grace terrify me. Because the, 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 the profits really do terrify me because I have no, it's very much out of my comfort zone. It's not so much logical ABC like business is mm -hmm. for me. And it mm -hmm. requires a massive amount of faith for me to listen to what they're saying. But I keep finding these encouraging words that are coming to pass. And I just, I really appreciate you guys at Elijah Streams to continue for continuing to put out those encouraging words. 
Oh, we love you, Clay. Thanks for joining us today. Um, you guys don't want to miss tomorrow. Barry Wunsch is going to be on with me um, right here on Facebook, on ElijahStreams.com, on Rumble. You don't want to miss it. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. God bless. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.